0: Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey, here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Well, it is Sarah and I want to talk to you about winning a fight with a toxic person. Now, after you've been had a toxic person encounter, you probably feel like you need to stand up to the toxic person, show them who's boss, stop being a doormat, stand up for yourself, all those types of things, okay? And I have never seen that work because toxic people like to fight. And so we end up going I think about like two bulls going head to head. So if you've been a doormat, you feel like you have been pushed around. And when you hear about needing to stand up for yourself, you imagine yourself a little bit as that bull. But then you have two bulls going head to head. The thing is, high conflict personalities are good at fighting. They like it. They are energized by it. They want to keep you drawn in because they like to use you for the fight. So it already, even though you try to stand up for yourself, you're still at a disadvantage because you don't like fighting. You don't like conflict. You've not had years of practice of being head to head and going, you know, horn to horn, like two bullhorns, like interlocking bullhorns. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Two interlocking bullhorns. Okay. So that's what I get for you. Try to use two hands. And uh, within that context, okay, that is not going to work. Now here's what people do. I see it over and over again. And they try to like either one, parent the other person and teach them how they should be, or they try to point out the data and the error in the other person's ways. So way one, when you try to parent them, you know, I will not let you treat me this way anymore. I will not be responsible for your feelings. I will not put up with your behavior. I will not. Okay. And you think you're teaching them how to treat you. Now, you thinking in your head. I know a lot of coaches have, you know, these scenarios and it's like, okay, you know, I am not responsible for you anymore. I am not going to put up with your behavior anymore. I am not going to let you talk to me that way. I understand how tempting those are because it feels like you've got your power a little bit. However, toxic people are really good at the flip. So when you say... I am not responsible for your anger. They flip it and say, what are you talking about angry? It's gaslighting. It's gaslighting. They do the flip on you. What are you talking about? I'm not angry. What are you talking about? Everybody agrees with me. What are you talking about? So they, the more words you give them back, the more they have more information they have to flip things on you. And really when you think about it, you know, I am not responsible for your feelings. I am not responsible for your anger. I am not responsible for your bad behavior. You're, They're telling them things they already know. They already know you're not responsible for their bad behavior. They may want to make you feel responsible for their bad choices and bad behavior. It is a complete waste of energy. I want you to imagine um, if you came up to me and you're like, Sarah, your hair is black. Sarah, don't you know your hair is black? Sarah, you have on a blue shirt. Don't you know you have on a blue shirt? I'd be like, what are you talking about? That's crazy talk. Why are you telling me that? Don't tell toxic people things they already know. They know you're not responsible for that. They know you're not responsible for their bad choices. They want to make you feel like you're responsible for their anger, for their bad choices, for their bad behavior, for their manipulation. Don't tell them things they already know. It is a bad strategy. So if you're trying to stand up for yourself and parent the other person, teach them how to treat you by telling them things they already know, it's a bad strategy. It doesn't work. Now, you may be able to tell yourself to get clarity in your own mind, but don't give them more words to flip on you. Okay? So that's the technique I see people try to use. One, I'm, I, you can't talk to me that way. You can't define my reality. You can't this. They already know that. You're telling them, Sarah, your hair is black. Sarah, your hair is black. Sarah, your hair is black. It's bad strategy. It's a good strategy to get clarity in your mind. It's a bad strategy to get them to do what you want, which is the whole goal. Or people try to send more data. Okay, here I'm going to screenshot it pictures of you saying this, okay? You can save that for court evidence. Save the data for somebody who cares. Again, don't tell toxic people what they already know. You were sending them the data, assuming they don't know what they're doing. And then you're like, look, I can prove what you're doing. Never, 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 never one time have I heard someone do that and say, oh, okay, you're right. Now, if they already agreed to Sunday pickup at four, And you sit in the back, you already told me Sunday, pick up at four. That's fine. They already agreed to it. But it's like, look, you should have done this. And you said this. And don't you remember when I agreed? I was nice to you here. Information, information, data, data, data. You assume it's a data problem. It's not a data problem. It's a toxic problem. So their goal is to flip things on you. So when you try to parent them or overpower them through data, they just keep flipping. Because they can flip anything on you. If you say, uh, you know, there was an example I was talking with a real estate agent, okay? And earlier on the phone today. And the toxic real estate agent was trying to do the flip on her and get her to take on $16,000 loss within this deal, this negotiation. So her first thought was prove through data. Oh, no, you said this and you said this and you said this. But it wasn't a data problem. That toxic person already knew. And it wasn't enough data to say, no, we already had an agreement here, right? It was just like, oh, you should have called this person. And I bet this person talked to you this time. And I bet the timeline was really this. Very abstract data, okay? So the toxic person's just going to flip it back, flip it back, flip it back, flip it back. What I asked her to do, I said, what problem are you trying to solve? What problem are you trying to solve? And she said, you know, I want to get this. At first, you know, her the problem she thought she was trying to solve was I want to get do this deal with him but she's been with me for you know four or five months now so then she said no i'm really trying to get this house sold i said is there a way you can get the house sold that has nothing to do with him is there a way to get what you want without getting them to change their behavior is there a way to get what you want without going through the toxic person yes she's a go I can find another seller. And in this circumstance, she ended up finding another seller and it saved her all kinds of like thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. She goes, oh, this Wonder Woman stuff, it really works, okay? Uh, Because it's not just about toxic romances by any means. It's about about understanding the flip, understanding communication, understanding how to get what you want when toxic people are trying to hold that back from you. Now, in some circumstances, you can't just find another buyer, right? (laughs) So I understand that. And so I told her, I said, okay, what problem are you wanting to solve? And she said, you know... I want to get this deal done originally before she strategized finding another buyer. Okay. So originally, okay, I want to get this deal done. Okay. So you send back one sentence. This is what I want. Okay. One sentence, not paragraph after paragraph, after paragraph of the flip you send back, you know, How can we come up to, how can we come to an equitable agreement? One sentence. How can we come to an equitable agreement? And then the toxic person gets to be the hero. They get to figure out the agreement. So they feel like they're in control. How can we come to an equitable agreement? What's your plan for coming to an equitable agreement? But the toxic person comes up with a plan. Okay. Very important point. Another important point is if you can start to back away. Toxic people want to go head to head. They want to be bull to horn. So if you start to pull away, like in this circumstance where she could say, no problem, we have another seller interest in the property. She's not going head to head. How dare you? Don't you know on this timeline and we emailed on the 23rd and blah, 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 She starts to pull back. No problem. You can find another seller. This is especially useful when people are trying to talk to people, who are trying to tell you how horrible you are. I'm appalled that you would do this to me. I'm sickened by your behavior. I, what kind of mother would this? What kind of person would this? And so, man, they they just want to engage you. And so when they're sending you an email about what a horrible person you are, say, oh, okay, we probably shouldn't see each other anymore. You instantly start to back away, and they will move toward you. Watch it happen every time. If you go head-to-head with them, it just becomes two bulls fighting. If you back away, no problem. We don't have to trade time this Christmas. No problem. We don't have to do that. No problem. Now, it's hard because I know you're emotionally engaged, especially if this is someone, a family member, a partner, someone you loved. It affects your kids. I get it. Point making, point I'm making is the other way isn't working. Going head to head, trying to parent them. I don't allow people to talk to me that way. Um, How dare you? You know, you can't show respect to me. I'm not responsible for your bad behavior. I'm not trying to parent them. Doesn't work. You know it doesn't. Stop doing it. Okay. Having enough data to prove your point. So then they say, oh, you, you are right. I am a big fat jerk. You caught me. Never happens. So finding a way to work around the problem. Think about what problem you're trying to solve. I want... To have dinner thursday at mom's house instead of at my sister's okay how can we solve that problem rather than going head to head with your sister is there another way to work around the problem is the best solution the uh, next solution is you know okay can we come to an equitable agreement what's your plan for coming to an agreement Okay. So I hope that helps in your fight against the narcissism. And any time you can back up, no problem. We don't have to we don't have to do that this year. No problem. I know it feels like they are winning. But what they want, and this is what I'm talking about in circumstances where they're trying to emotionally snare you, keep you in the fight, keep you engaged. No problem. You're not welcome in my house anymore no problem. We can't do that anymore. And you pull yourself away from the situation and then watch and notice them moving towards you because they did not want to lose you. They wanted to engage you in the fight. Hope that helps.